The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show. I hope everyone's year has started off very well. And you know, I just can't start a show without sending a special shout-out to Yoshiko Dart. I think it's very important to keep Justin Dart's spirit alive. You know he was the general. He was behind the ADA. This year at Bender, our theme is humility. And I have to say, that embodies everything about him. And Yoshiko, still alive, is carrying that on. So today, we are going to have a great show with guests that I am very fond of, and that would be Gail Oliver-Ploth and Wayne Fischel, Project Coordinator. Gail is the founder. Wayne's the Project Coordinator for Career Eco and I know I like them because I know we've done work and we'll be working with them. Um, I'm so excited to see a virtual career fair for people with disabilities. I mean, that is just so exciting. But before we talk about the virtual career fair for people with disabilities, how about Gail and Wayne, if you share a little bit about your background with our listeners uh, my name is Wayne Fischel, and I am working with Career Eco as a project coordinator for our virtual career fairs. And my career services background, I've worked in law school career services for many years running on-campus interview programs and various off-campus programs and other administrative details in the career services world. Uh, so I do handled a lot of the back-end event planning and job fair organization. Great. And I'm Gail Oliver-Plot, and I was the founder of a company called Execume. So my background really spans across the whole concept of resume writing, career coaching, and executive recruiting, which I did for 20-plus years before I launched Career Eco. Wow. Well, you both have a very good background. Uh, so I guess our listeners throughout the United States are probably wonder, what is Career Eco? And you know what, Gail? Not only when was it founded, but what caused you to found it? Why did you start it? Well, I started, it started, it was born in 2008, and the, the, the real, the, the concept around virtual fairs really emerged in the fall of 09. So we really launched our very, very first career fair with Georgia Tech, we're very proud to say, here in Atlanta, Georgia, which is where we're based. And it, it really became a vision that I had as a result of my prior experience around this whole recruiting and career coaching process. And, I was having some live events where I was having the opportunity to get to interview executives about their careers and also meet some of the students that were, you know, coming to these events. And when when I was talking more about their job search and how they actually go about the whole job search process, 
particularly the students, it, it occurred to me that the live events were something that, you know, were very traditional and that, that a good idea might be to actually make it more green. And how would you do that? Well, virtual. And so we approached Georgia Tech and said, you know, what do you think about the concept of offering that as part of your services to your employers because it's a good green idea? And maybe it would really make a difference in allowing new employers to meet your your students and alumni. And they said, absolutely, we'd love to do it. And so that was the very beginning of what Career Eco has turned into, which is a virtual fair platform. And we're very, very grateful to work with a tremendous number of, of excellent schools in these various kinds of events that we host. And are very excited to be working with you, Joyce, and your fantastic organization. We just absolutely love Bender. You, you have the most fantastic group of people there, and I just cannot say enough about what your vision has done to create such a, an incredible company. Well, thank you. Uh, and, you know, it's all about getting the word out because I'm all about employment. And sometimes I, well, I am sure that many college students with disabilities just do not know enough about the opportunities out there. So that's why I think this is just fabulous. And we do have a question for you from our social media. Um, and that question is Linda in Hartford, Connecticut. The question is, Gail, could you share with me what has been the reception by colleges across the country and what have been the obstacles? Well, I think, you know, from a standpoint of reception, the colleges have been extremely excited about this because when the, the, the economy really started to have such, you know, tremendous suffering over the recent years, many of the employers were just not able to go to all the colleges' campuses that they were used to going to. So maybe, maybe let's say a large company used to go to 30 or 40 schools throughout the nation, and they might have dropped that number to 10, 15, 20. Well, there's a tremendous amount of schools that are no longer able to have those employers come to campus. Well, the great news is virtual eliminates that barrier because now it's not as costly to actually travel. So when you look at what really goes into a traditional event, typically, you know, if you take multiple recruiters and you have overnight you know, stays and you have travel around the country potentially, you know, meaning plane, all of that together can cost thousands of dollars. And so for many employers, they just simply could not afford that anymore. And when you look at virtual, which we're, we're very pleased to be able to offer these kind of solutions under $500, well, now all of a sudden I might be able to, to interact with those students and alumni in this new, very technology-oriented way that enables the conversation to happen without all the cost. And so the schools have been, I think, extremely excited to have this as an opportunity, and they've partnered with us because this is something that we've become specialized in, and it makes good sense to work with people specifically that have the solution and not have to actually do that necessarily on their own uh, because they have so many other things that they're busy doing to serve their constituencies as employers and students and alumni. So it's really been a nice marriage between us as well as the schools, and they've been very receptive to all of that. Um, well, from a I'm sorry, challenge, I was just going to say, do you want me to address the challenge part of that? or Yes. 
Okay. So from just a challenge point of view, I think the one thing that, you know, people have to realize about virtual events is that they're their own animal. In other words, you know, it's not it's it's a great way to actually communicate, learn and really better understand the job opportunities and have the employers be able to interact with you, but it's still a different level of contact than if I were literally shaking your hand. And so people just need to understand that that whole process around the recruiting is going to still happen. You know, traditionally, fairs are really about a quick meet and greet and understanding of what goes, you know, what what might make sense for those two parties. So for me as a, uh, as a recruiter, I'm trying to determine if you have some of the skills that I'm looking for so that we can take the next step together as an interview and likewise the the candidate is looking at the employer and trying to determine if this is the right company culture and if they might be a fit and that's what fairs are all about and so I think there can be a misperception sometimes that virtual fairs don't allow you to accomplish those same goals of determining what the next step might be and the, the great news is they do but I think there can be a misperception that you're not getting as much out of the event if you don't understand them and you haven't participated in one. And I, and I know Bender has participated. And, Joyce, I don't know if you've had a chance to get feedback on those experiences from your recruiters, but I would I know they've seemed to be really, really pleased, and I would love to hear if you have any feedback on that as well. They love it. They love it, and everyone's excited about it. Uh, personally, I can endorse this. Um, I mean, we have had, first of all, we have a great working relationship, but the actual process, actually having these virtual career fairs, I think is phenomenal. I really do, and it went extremely well. Um, and just as you mentioned, I have a fabulous staff. They're absolutely wonderful. But, you know, if you have a new way, of reaching out to people with disabilities in addition to the non-disabled community uh, in colleges that you work at. I mean, I think it's fabulous. I do think that is probably your problem is people not understanding how this works. And it would be really wonderful if the career offices at the colleges would take time to explain that. And I think the ones that are that are starting to participate, I know the ones we partner with are really wonderful about sharing the opportunity with their employers so they know that it is a reality and that they can participate in this format. And I think also, too, what's interesting about the timing of all of this is you've got this whole generation of people that are coming into the workforce in general terms that are, they've basically been raised on these technologies. You know, so when you consider what what virtual events are about, which is, you know, chatting in group formats and chatting in private form, you know, where you can do a one-to-one private chat and you can do video chatting and all of these kinds of things that are part of this sort of virtual event, what you realize is that you're dealing with a generation of new talent that was essentially raised on these technologies. And so they completely understand why this makes sense for them because they, too, feel as though they want to get more and more information from the, from the employers that help them make decisions about whether or not that employer is right for them. And the chat sessions really lend themselves to this entire education process around what is the company culture really like and what is the career path and, you know, what, what is it like when, you know, to get into the training program of your company and, 
you know, and, and, and will I have a mentor and, you know, all of these things that people have on their minds as candidates, now they have the opportunity to really ask and often in very traditional formats because there's a line of people, one standing behind the other, it doesn't lend itself as well to those longer dialogues because you simply cannot afford the time to do that with each and every one. And so in this format, you really can. You can have people in a group format that get to communicate for however long they want to stay in that chat room and get all their questions asked or answered and, and ask all the questions they have on their mind. And I think that that's a whole new level of recruiting that offers something entirely unique that really enhances what people are doing as employers on campus. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you are going to get all the information you need. And, I mean, again, my staff has just thought this was fabulous, really enjoyed working with uh, with with you and with this, you know, whole virtual career fair. And I hope other colleges and other organizations will get involved uh, with this, other companies, because this is just a great way to be able to recruit people and really have the same type of interview as you would in person. Actually, probably more intimate because you're not standing in line with a million people there. You know what I mean, Gail? Yes, I do. And it's funny, I have to tell you, one of my favorite stories that I've heard back from an employer, you know, historically, we'll, when we're in the hosting the event, we'll go in and out constantly throughout the course of the event and really interact and find out, you know, how are the employers liking the format and the concept and, you know, how's it going for them and, you know, and that gives us a chance to watch some of these chats so it really helps educate us on the value of the venue and and really get that real-time feedback and it's just fascinating some of the things that you that you hear from the employers and one of my favorite stories was an employer when I said, you know, how's it going? And they said, oh, it's going great. In fact, I'm on my train ride home. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Now, that is the power of technology right there. They are literally on a train with their computer in their lap, internet, you know, internet connectivity, and they're able to connect. And that, that is the world that we live in now. And that, this is the, this is the flexibility that is offered around these kind of virtual venues that you can literally, you can bring people into the recruiting process that maybe never have been able to do this before because they just simply, you couldn't take people off their day job to go do an event on campus because it would be too much time out of what they do, you know, on a regular basis. But with virtual, all of a sudden, you now have the ability to get people from anywhere in the world as long as they have Internet access and they can contribute to that whole recruiting process by participating in the virtual venue. And if it's just for an hour or two, great. Then, you know, that that's, the, you know, they're able to contribute now, whereas before it just would have been a barrier because of time and, and cost and, and just literally the logistics of getting somewhere. Right. Hey, listen, before, and we'll talk about this when we come back from break, but I do have one last question for you. If a person with, with a disability is listening to the show right now, um, how do they participate if they're looking for a job? What should they do? They're going to want to go to the website and register as, as a candidate for this upcoming virtual fair that we're hosting. And the, the website address, it's easy to remember, I believe. It's disability.careereco.net. 
So that's, again, that's D-I-S-A-B-I-L-I-T-I dot career, C-A-R. Did I say that wrong, Wayne? Yes. So do it for me. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go to disability, D-I-S-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y dot career eco, C-A-R-E-E-R-E-C-O dot net. And when you get on that site, there will be a menu bar, and you'll want to go to the Students Alumni section and go to the Details and Registration page, where you will find some of the details about the fair and a link to the registration. And after you fill out your registration details, you will receive follow-up emails from us as to how to log into your account, upload your resume, view the employers, etc. And as we get closer to the event, you will also receive other follow-up emails about chat room hints, uh, instructions for how you're going to get to the chat room, and how to get around the various employer chat rooms to ask your questions. Thank you so and much And by for the that, way, Wayne. don't we have a really big one coming up there, Gail? We do. We're real excited about it. It's the it's the disability.careereco.net. And thank you, Wayne, for getting that right for me. And uh, and and making sure that everybody knows how to get registered because we're excited. The employers are registering, and now we want the students and the alumni that are living with disabilities to join the event and and start seeing the opportunity here that you have to actually interact with these really awesome employers. Right, and we will so much look forward to seeing you there. But right now, we are going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, we're talking to Wayne Fischel and Gail Oliver Plath. And Gail is the CEO and founder of Career Eco. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Gail and Wayne. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Hoffman Connection for inspiration, a life of passion and purpose. Hosts Raz and Grossi and Ed McLoon will bring you ways to remove the blocks in your life that are holding you back. Along with their guest experts, Raz and Ed will use their experience and expertise to help you learn to get closer to what matters to you most. And by doing so, improve your life and the lives of others. The Hoffman Connection can be heard live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back everyone. If you just joined us, we're talking to Gail, the CEO and founder of Career Eco and Wayne Fischel, the project coordinator. Hey, Wayne, do you want to give out that uh, address again? Yes, the address for both employers and students to get more information about the fair is disability.careereco.net. That's D-I-S-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y dot careereco, C-A-R-E-E-R-E-C-O, Dot net and there will be a menu bar one for one section for employers and another section for students and alumni and you know what I would encourage you all of my listeners to get that news out I know we are going to be pounding this to our social media but get this news out to all these college students with disabilities we really want everyone to be involved and if you know any federal agencies or corporations that want to be involved, you still have time. They still have time. Um, and a question, actually, that I had, and you sort of alluded to this a little bit, but I'll ask you first, Wayne. In your opinion, how do you feel the virtual career fair platform has impacted recruitment across the board? Well, I think mainly it's, it's impacted it in convenience. Uh, as Gail was saying earlier, you know, when an employer comes to a virtual event, they can bring so many different people from their various teams to the event to interact with students and potential hires that they just logistically would never have been able to do in an in-person event. You know, we'll, we're working, I was just on the phone with the employer, an employer the other day who said that she's going to get a couple a couple engineers from, from a different city to come in on to the 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 chat session, which, you know, a recruiting budget just would never fit to send four people to an event with the booth and the flights and the hotels and all that, where with the virtual platform, the company gets their chat room and they are allowed to have their representatives, however many, and dividing up time. It just, it's, it's such a win for productivity, I think. And I think, Gail, you would agree with that. Oh, 100%. And, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, when you typically go to any live event, there's whenever there's downtime, yes, you might have your phone, maybe even your iPad, and you can do some things, but it's not near as convenient as literally being in your office where you could take a call in between if you needed to or you could answer a question with somebody coming by your office or you could you know, have a break in the middle of the day, go do a lunch meeting, and then come back to your chatting after for afternoon hours. 
that sort of convenience and flexibility when you look at the way people work now where, you know, it's they're so focused on productivity and multitasking that it just becomes a whole new ball game because I can literally get stuff done in between if I have any downtime at all in the course of my event or I can specifically choose hours that are just completely convenient to me. So instead of me having to be available through the course of an entire day and then having to work travel on either side of the of the program, right, because I've got to get there if I'm going physically, all of that's eliminated. And the amount of time that's being saved is just tremendous. And I one of the one of the comments that I love one of the recruiters said when we were visiting the chat room, she said, you know, this is my new favorite thing about my job. And that's how I think a lot of people see that. Yeah, you know, because they literally aren't standing, you know, standing on the ground waiting for people to come by. They're able to actually engage in this whole new way. And and I think the the level of convenience for them, but also importantly for the candidates, because their time is at a premium as well, and they see it that way. And I think as more and more you know, when you look at how competitive the market will continue to get as these baby boomers retire out of the market, it's going to be more and more important that it's convenient for the job seekers too. Right. And as well, yeah. it, 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 really does increase, <laughs> it really does increase the reach for employers because even the largest companies, there's a recruiting budget. They can't go to every school, but through the virtual, they may be able to reach schools that they were unable to go to in, in other ways, and as well, much smaller companies that don't really have recruiting budgets can participate when they would never have been able to send someone to an in-person event. As far as I'm concerned, because throughout you know my career, I've been to many of these job fairs at various corporations, I mean various sure. colleges, and when I think of them sending like three people companies, three people, and the table, and the booth, and the uh, sometimes, you know, computer with an ongoing uh, video, and the giveaways, and the hotel night, and the lunch, the food. Think how much this saves. It's mind-boggling. It it really is. And actually, uh, we've actually had people itemize that for us before, and we've, we've had people come back and say it's anywhere from 3000 upward of 10000 if you really look at the the true cost and that Yeah, well, yeah, because I forgot about airfare. That's right. And per diems and all of those things when you take multiple recruiters. And and again, I don't I think it's important to know too it's not that we don't think that traditional events are great. They are great. You can you can Meet lots of wonderful students, and you can have interviews right there on the on the um, the campus, and you know, and those are wonderful events to have, and and they will always go on, and and that's great. But what this provides is another option, and that is what I think people need. They need options. They need to be creative in the way they use their recruiting dollars, and they need to be able to. They need to be able to potentially reach candidates in new places that maybe they haven't been going and they can't cost justify getting to maybe in another way, but they want to reach those candidates. And now, instead of them just posting a job, 
they can not only post their job in the virtual fair, but they can also now have that live interaction, which is really where, you know, it gives us both as a job seeker and as an employer the opportunity to, to discern, you know, whether or not this might be a match and whether or not it makes sense to take the next step towards an interview. And that that option is just what's so vitally important, I think, to have, and particularly in a world that's ever-growing flat, as they say. I mean, we're, you know, we're, the world is flat now, and and it's just people are, loca- they're recruiting for locations all over the globe in many cases, and you've got students from, you know, multiple countries that are being educated here in the U.S. Some of them are going to be going back to their home countries, and, you know, and, and the jobs are just literally all over the world, and so now, doesn't that make great sense to be able to interact using the technologies that are out there and available and and have that extra level of interaction in a in a creative way that that gives me the ability to to really meet my recruiting goals yeah yeah that is uh that is and I thought of another thing, Gail and Wayne. I thought of another thing of why this is good. And for people with disabilities listening right now, I know that you can relate to this. How many times have you been at a job fair and you're a person who is blind and you walk up to talk to the person and all of a sudden something goes wrong? You you can just tell by the reaction of the individual or, you know, a wheelchair or a burn victim, whatever it is. Now... In this case, this really ends discrimination from that vantage point because they're not seeing you. They're interviewing you from a chat line. So you can be blind. You can have whatever disability, and it's moving forward, and they're arranging an interview without knowing you have a disability. I'm sure the same thing applies to different, you know, ethnic ethnic groups or age. But I thought of that when you were speaking um, that that's another good thing. I think I think it's an important, incredibly important thing, and I think you know just from a pure logistics standpoint, it really equalizes the playing field. I think for candidates with disabilities, for the reasons you just said, you know, if if it's difficult for me to physically get there, or there's extra challenges in me getting there physically, then I may not go. You know, so even if I'm going to be well received, I may choose not to go. Well. That's a missed opportunity for everybody, for the employers that are looking to meet with you and likewise for you, whereas I think with this, with the virtual, because it is so access-friendly, it really does give, I think, the extra encouragement to candidates that might not otherwise feel great about going to traditional fairs. And that in and of itself, I think, is just a profoundly important aspect of this because Truly, the chat rooms are just fun. I mean, I, I I see some so many great conversations, and I think that's the other thing I want to impress upon the candidates that are listening is that I think you can really thoroughly enjoy going into the chat rooms and having this way of interacting and, and relax and really enjoy the process of being able to be part of a fair in this sort of way. Mm-hmm. And, and remember, as I said, they're seeing your talent as you're speaking, not not anything else. That's how, to me, it equals equalizes the playing field. So exactly. I think that part's really good. So Absolutely. how about giving a few examples, uh, Wayne and Gail, of some of the successful career fairs you have hosted, and maybe you could share why you think they succeeded. Well, 
you know, from a standpoint of just the the particular kinds of events, I mean, we've really, as I said, been at this for just going on three years, and we've worked with multiple different schools, and I think the these these consortium events are have been fantastic because it pulls together a lot of schools that might otherwise have their own individual events, but then because they're pulling together, it attracts employers you know, to to a particular venue that will now give multiple schools access to that particular employer because they may think they're going to that particular event for one or two schools in that consortium and then they meet candidates from the other schools and now all of a sudden they've expanded maybe the the, the range of candidates that they would consider. And so, you know, we've worked with the Higher Big Ten Plus, which is a group of Midwestern schools, and essentially 15 of those, uh, despite the name having the number 10 in it. And that group of Midwestern schools have strictly gone to virtual events for this particular venue. They used to do on-the-ground type of consortium event between these schools because they're all very similar type schools and, and, you know, they're very closely aligned and they partner and very collaborative. And they realized because location was always closer to one or more of those schools but not as convenient for some of the other schools given that they're spread out across the Midwest, they decided that they would start offering a virtual event instead. And that literally has expanded the capacity for those schools to actually connect with their employers and and offer this as a new service offering to their specific employers collectively. And it's been wildly successful. We've had a great turnout of employers and we've had thousands of students register for that sort of event and uh, it's just a, a perfect example of how bringing people together in this sort of you know, non-geographic way is is really expanding upon and improving upon the reach for the employers and likewise for the students and particularly for alumni as well because the alumni obviously once they've moved off of campus, which is obviously what they're doing after they graduate, very often they've also moved out of that geographic area. Now this gives them the ability to reconnect back with employers that may particularly like the school that they went to and and be predisposed to want to interview them. And so this gives them access back into that service around career services, and that's been, I think, a great benefit to all the parties as well. Right. Wayne, anything you want to add? Well, and I also think that these these fairs, obviously they're great, again, for the students, they're for the schools, and Gail's absolutely right, especially with these consortium events. If, you know, if the the in-person fair took place in Chicago, but you are down in, you know, southeastern Indiana, you might not be able to get up there for the fair. So, but the, so the virtual fair eliminates that, obviously, but I also think for it evens the playing field for employers as well. You can have a really large employer in the fair as well as a very, very tiny firm that's looking to hire one person. And so we want all of those people in the fair because those, especially those tinier employers, they just can't go to in-person events, but they can participate in ours, especially because they get to set the times when they're going to be available. And uh, it just in- increases their reach. So we want to we want to work with all of the employers and the fairs that we've had. We've had smaller employers in along with the larger employers. Wow. Well, hey, that sounds good to me. And if you just joined us, 
We're talking to the CEO and founder of Career Eco, Gail Oliver Plath, and Wayne Fischel, project coordinator for Career Eco. We're going to be back to talk to them a little bit more. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Ever wondered what private investigators really do and how they go about solving cases? Each week, P.I.'s Declassified gives a glimpse into this little-known world. Join your host, Francie Kaler, a noted private investigator, in conversations with detectives and experts in the field. False confessions, forensic evidence, finding missing persons, exposing fraud, exonerating the innocent. All areas that Francie and her guests will cover, and have they got stories to tell. Tune in and call in to the live show Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on Voice America Variety. We all face some economic uncertainty in our life. What makes the difference is how we take command of that and survive. Tune in to Strategies for Financial Survival with host Michael Figueroa. Michael has been up and down the road to success several times, and along with his guests, will share the skills of survival. By assessing your strengths and skills and applying them to your future, you can make it through tough times, regardless of your field. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show. We're talking to the CEO and founder of Career Eco, Yale Oliver Platt, and Wayne Fischel, the project coordinator at Career Eco. Um, and, and I hope you all know Bender is participating in our upcoming fair, which is February 27th, is that right? That's correct. February 27th. Can't forget it because it's my mother's birthday. So I hope all of you, corporations and colleges, participate that day because for people with disabilities, this is a great, great chance for employment. Um, and one thing I wanted to ask you, uh, Gail, how did you feel this whole thing relates to your company's mission? Well, for me, it 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 relates extremely well because my whole life, uh, my whole professional life, what we've what I've done is really try to enable and help people find the right opportunities. And I do believe that the work that you do is very much a big part of your satisfaction in life. And so, to be able to help people 
actually connect to the right opportunity has been a very big part of my individual personal mission. And then consequently, that's also, you know, laid over into what I consider to be the company of the, the, the vision of the company is to really allow people to find the right employment opportunity. And so I think when you look at being able to help people that are living with disabilities and dealing with some of the challenges that are associated with that, for them to actually be connected to the right employer that's going to embrace all their fantastic skills and all the things that they can contribute into the workplace, to be able to be part of that is just tremendous. I mean, it, it, it's it's not only the right thing, but it's the perfect thing to do because it makes sense for everybody concerned. I think the employers want to meet candidates that are living with disabilities, and I think that that's the right thing for them to do. And so for the the candidates that are out there looking, this becomes a very viable part of their job search. And so we're just so thrilled to be part of it and and to really work with a company like yours, Joyce, that is so immersed in and dealing with how do you support the whole employment process for people that are great candidates and yet they might have certain challenges that are making it more difficult for them to find the right opportunity to be part of that cycle is just tremendous in my book and it's just it's everything that we like to be about well you know i want to get this on track here for any uh small businesses or fortune 500 corporations HR professionals listening to the show today. One more time for them, uh, Gail, what information will you provide to them? And if they want to participate, how do they do that? And are there any other benefits you want to highlight? Wayne, would you like to, to, to you're, you're so much better at getting it right. Would you like to talk a little bit about that? Well, first, let me go ahead and point out the website again. You'll want to visit disability.careereco.net. That's D-I-S-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y.careereco.net. And when you go to that page, whether a student or employer, there will be a menu bar, and you'll click on the appropriate menu bar, either employers or students alumni. There will be details there for you. Employers will be able to see all of the various information. We have uh, various uh, documents and everything up there for you and other information about what comes with with the registration. You're going to get your own chat room. You're going to get your own profile, which doubles as your booth. So if you went to an in-person fair and you had your table there with all your materials, with us, you're going to get a profile with your logo, and you can upload any information that you want students to see. And then students, when you log in and register, you're going to be able to upload your resume, indicate interest in certain companies, and then all throughout the process until the days of the fair, you're going to be hearing from us with information about how to get into the chat rooms uh, and best practices. And, and now, once again, how about for a college student right now listening that wants to be involved? A college student with a disability, what do they do? They're going to follow to the same website, disability.careereco.net, and they're going to go under the student menu item to the details and registration for all of the information. 
going to take you to a registration form where you're going to fill out your basic information, your contact information, uh, tell us what school you either have attended or are attending, your major, class level, etc. After you fill out that information, we're going to follow up with you with emails for how to get into your account, how to upload your resume, how to view the employers. And then as we get closer to the days of the fair, you're also going to be getting information about how to get into the chat room, best practices, good examples of questions, etc. Awesome. So awesome. Uh, well, that is to me just phenomenal. The whole thing about it, uh, you've given them an overview of what they have to do to register and how easy it is to get there. So let me tell you, everyone that has been on the show for the past 10 years, I ask these last two questions. And may I say, Everyone always tells me the next question is the hardest to answer. Um, Gail, I'm going to start with you. Uh, obviously, look what you've done. Become an entrepreneur. You've become successful. But what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? Well, I think my greatest accomplishment is being able to help people. And that it may sound broad, but I think that's really has been the main theme. And it started when I was 25 and I started my own business and and it's been the reason that I believe that my businesses have been successful and why I think that that I'm here why I'm I'm in this world is to help people and the way that we that I have personally and now we as Kurika are also able to help people is by allowing them to get connected to the employers that are going to embrace them who they are their gifts their skills and allow them to become, to grow and to become their very best selves. And that, that is what I leave behind when I leave the world in my mind. Wow. Well, how about you? What would you say, Wayne? Wow, that's that's quite something to follow. Um, I guess my greatest accomplishment is not being able to answer questions like this on the fly. Um, <clears throat> no. Uh, I think what I'm most proud of being accomplishing in life is, being being reliable, especially in my job. I, I take great pride in being able to get things done and um, you know juggle as many as many things as once in a project. And I think that definitely helps, uh, especially in this job when we've got a lot of projects going on at one time, to really be able to get in, be reliable, answer questions when they're there, um, and just you know. A lot of people don't think about what happens on the back end, but it's important, and uh, I, I'm very proud to be able to handle those details. Well, that that is awesome. Were you going to say something else there, Gail? Yes. I need to just say that in all his humbleness, he is an extraordinary man, and he has been absolutely instrumental in giving birth to this virtual fair platform. and. It couldn't be here without you, Wayne, and so uh, one of the great gifts that working with you has been for me is just your incredible amount of support that you give and you're, you're willing to go way above and beyond to, to make events successful and all of those wonderful character traits that make you such an, an incredible person, and, and that I hope that all the listeners get to hear today is part of what I think is part of your great accomplishments. Well, thank you very much, and Mutual Admiration Society, because Gail is wonderful to work for. She's a brilliant boss. Oh, that's nice. 
Well, you two have a good relationship. Isn't that great? That's how it is here, though, at Bender, so that's good. I know. I know, and And that's exactly how it is at Bender. Yeah. Um, You know, here you are. You came up with all of this, both of you. I'll start with you, Wayne. Did you have a role model that really impacted you? Wow. This is the hard question, isn't it? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of role models. I don't think I could uh, whittle down to one. I've been very, very. Yeah, you can fortunate. mention more than one. Okay. Well, I, I've just been I've been very fortunate to meet people my entire life who have been very supportive of me, and um, I, you know, obviously my parents, uh, teachers growing up through school. You know, I was I was one of those children who thought he was a lot older than he actually was at all times, and I had a lot of people very patient with me and just encouraging me as I went along. I, it would be very hard to narrow it down. I've been very lucky to meet a lot of them. Uh, how about you, Gail? You know, I, I mean, to me, I, would, I mean, I too have been very fortunate throughout my business life to have multiple mentors, but I would have to say my parents really have given me the work ethic and they both have been entrepreneurially spirited people. They, one was a stockbroker for many years, and the other was, uh, a, 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 and it still is, a, a real estate agent. And fortunately, they're both still here, and I'm grateful for that. But they, just their whole lives, you know, because those are very entrepreneurially spirited type industries, they both have just shown me the value of relationships and the importance of doing your absolute best and, you know, and even when it's hard to do your best. And that's something that I think, you know, the world, we're, we're, I think the more we, we, we want instant results, the harder it is to, to go, you know, the marathon because we all like to do the sprints. But I think in the long run, the greatest success stories are usually people that went the distance. And so, for me, they've really helped teach me how important that is to to never give up, and I and I hope that that many of your listeners are are of that same mindset, and that's why they're looking for the right opportunities despite having challenges that maybe others of us don't have, and that makes them that much more special in their approach to you know getting things done and 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 going above and beyond for them means even that much more because. You know, they're people that are, that are willing to meet the challenges that they face and get into the workplace and be contributors. And to them, I salute them for that because I believe very much that that is part of what makes someone a big success. And, and, and that's why I feel as though I'm very grateful to my parents for those things. Well, that is awesome. Isn't it amazing how parents sometimes don't realize the impact they have on others? Absolutely. Okay, well, Gail, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Well, I think if you're an employer, we're absolutely hoping that you will join us for this extraordinary event and and make this part of your ongoing recruiting process so that you can reach these fantastic candidates that have disabilities and are absolutely ready to go to work for you. And so we're we're excited for you to join, and we'll help you get, get registered. Any questions you have, we're here to support that. And one thing we didn't say yet is our phone number, but I'd love to share that, 770-980-0088. And the same for the students. We are expecting you to join. 
and have the ability to connect in this unique way, and we're excited to be here to support you throughout the whole leading up to and throughout the event. So we're grateful to be part of the show and very much looking forward to the event. How about you, Wayne? Do you want to add anything? And when you, by the way, could you give that website again? Yes, the website is disability.careereco.net. That's disability.careereco, C-A-R-E-E-R-E-C-O.net. And I'd like to leave just a thought for the students who are going to be participating. Uh, No matter the fair that you're participating in, always make sure you research the employers ahead of time. Employers want to know that you know something about them when you come to talk to them. And through our system, you're going to be able to get that information ahead of time. So read, research, and be patient in the process. The virtual fair is new for a lot of employers as well. So um, we're we're all in this together. But definitely do your research and uh, come and have fun in the chats. You know, it's unbelievable you would say that, Wayne, because in my Bender Leadership Academy, which I've been doing volunteer work now for 12 years, helping high school students with disabilities to be empowered and how to get a job. And when I talk about interviewing, one of the number one things after appearance and being on time, preparation is knowing what the company does. Because there isn't any other kiss of death than saying, so what do they do at Bender Consulting? And you saying, I don't know. It's all about initiative, and that would be the first thing to make you think the person doesn't have initiative. So I really am glad you said that, and I agree 100%. And Joyce, do you mind if we also give the email address? No, right ahead. Okay. Um, The uh, events at careereco.com is the email address. So that's E-V-E-N-T-S at careereco, and that's E as in Edward, C as in cat, O as in ostrich.com. So events at careereco.com, and you can always forward us an email at any time if you have questions about this particular event and how to get registered. So we're looking forward to having you there. Okay, well, we end every show with a quote from someone that has, in history, impacted the lives of Americans and or specifically Americans with disabilities. So today the quote is, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent, said Eleanor Roosevelt. Hey, both of you, thank you for being on the show today. Thanks, Joyce. It's just so great. Absolutely. We loved it. Well, thank you. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management. 